This is Tom Bernard. Can't get enough of sports talk with Phil Mackey and Judd Zolgad? Tune in to the new Tom Bernard Show podcast Monday through Friday as Phil and Judd join me to discuss the latest sports headlines and whatever else comes to mind. Just download the Tom Bernard Show app wherever you get your podcasts or visit TomBernardShow.com. It's another way to get more from me and Judd talking sports and having fun with Tom and it's all at your fingertips. Download the Tom Bernard Show app now and join the conversation. The Twins are celebrating the 30th anniversary of the 1991 World Series, August 13th through the 15th, when they take on the Rays. You'll have the opportunity to meet and take photos with your World Series heroes. Plus, we'll relive some of the most memorable moments from that unforgettable season in a special pregame ceremony on Saturday, August 14th. Get your tickets at twinsbaseball.com slash tickets. Oh, it's fun. Crazy. It's painful, but it's wonderful. What is the name? It's Roycey Unchained. All right, Patrick. Well, what do you got? The three of us just wrote a great Curb Your Enthusiasm <laughs> episode. Jerry, uh, Jerry, Larry, somehow is in Colorado. <laughs> yeah. He's in Colorado. He's got relatives he doesn't know that exist in Colorado and he doesn't know what to do with this kid. He's got a, like a 10 year old kid that he's stuck with and he decides the Dodgers are in town. So he <laughs> takes him to a Rockies game and the kid says, there's the mascot and he can't get the mascot's attention. <laughs> so Jerry starts yelling, Hey, dinger, Hey, dinger. <laughs> And uh, there, there happens to be one of the eight African-American players that are still in Major League Baseball at the plate. And it turns into quite the brouhaha for Larry. And he's, I said dinger. I said dinger. How could you be so stupid? <laughs> dinger! His okay. name! Okay, we had the big controversy in Colorado. It has been demonstrated that the guy was saying, hey, dinger. The name of the mascot for the Rockies. Now, here is the question. One week from now, what will be the name of the mascot in Colorado? There is no way these wimps. Dinger is gone just for to prevent further mix-ups. Dinger is gone. What do you think? Oh, Ralph, yeah. you know, the Buffalo in Colorado's Ralphie. Maybe maybe they could go with Ralph. What do you think, Little, little, little Ralph. Something. Boy, it's going to have to go through several committees to make sure it could never might be, be out, out of circulation for a little yes, time before yes. they can come up with a new yeah, name. Dinger might have to uh, just if, you know, disappear. What, what, they might not have a mascot. They might have to just not have one. Why don't, why don't they just, you know... Go all in on the Colorado lifestyle and just call him, you know, Hooch, or you know, just 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 get just make it a weed name or something at yes, this point. Right. Just just yeah. do that. Yeah, something less offensive that yeah. indicates you're smoking dope or some damn thing. Unbelievable. Oh, Reefer. Reefer. Reefer, yeah. Reefer. Hey, Reefer. Reefer. Just make it a big weed yeah. and be like a big right. joint. Yes, yeah, walking he could, around. Yeah. He could have like. Uh, you know, yeah, weed's coming over. It, it would be great. Yeah, fantastic. Oh, this is unbelievable. <laughs> this is unbelievable. Oh, so God. who became offended first? Did the visiting team uh, feel that this I just saw it on Twitter. No, I just saw it on Twitter, and people yeah. were outraged. Sure. Yes. But I listened to it. It does sound like the word. Well, yes, but it's, but it's not, it obviously. It ends in ER. You know, I went through one of these myself. When I use the word for being very frugal, 
You can find it in many, many forms of literature. And it re- it means that you are like the cheapest human being that ever lived. Mm-hmm. And uh, I got called the Lou Gelfand, and Lou admitted the word was used properly, but it's basically been banned from ever being used in the Star Tribune in print. Uh, okay. Now, if someone were, if a politician or someone, they're probably smart enough not to you say You don't want to say it, This yeah. was 25 years ago. Right. Right. And never thought anything of it. But uh, it, 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 it created... Enough of a controversy that that I I was called in to Lou, but if it were to occur today, you'd be fired. Would, yeah, you'd just, be fired yes, for using it correct. You, you shouldn't have used. I don't care what it means. You shouldn't have used it. You're fired. Right? Yes. You're canceled. Yes, yes. That and tiptoe ball throwing probably both tip-toe get you shown the door now. Would have never uh, March second, nineteen ninety one. Yes, I would have never made it with tiptoe ball throwing because I got. For tiptoed ball throwing, three hundred, three to four hundred letters. Can you imagine how many emails oh. and tweets and stuff? What I won the Golden Jackstrap Award from now N O W. You think uh, you think that uh, a winner of a Golden Jackstrap Award thirty years ago could have succeeded? I don't think so. I think it would be a very very bad time. Yes, yes, I do. But I've I've, story. I've spent a lot of times trying to make it up. And how yes, about our have. how about our gals mm-hmm. at the Olympics? The the women U.S. women win sixty six medals. The underachieving men win forty one. Wow. Okay. Forty one. By the way, I was when when they screwed up the four hundred meter relay, the men. That they should have won it, and once in a while, once again, somebody ran out of the box, and they got disqualified. They've been, they either win or they get DQ'd. 1960, uh, there was a wonderful go, for, uh, wonderful U.S. track sprinter named Ray Norton who ended up playing a little bit in the NFL. But, but Ray went to Rome, favored to win the hundred, the two hundred, and then uh, the four hundred meter relay. He got in the finals. He went Simone Biles. He finished last in the 500 and last in the 200. He made it through the heats both times, but he finished last in both races. Mm-hmm. And then he he was the they they took him out of the anchor position of running the 400 because they were worried there was something wrong with him in his mind. They had a they had a guy named Dave Syme who was great too. They had they had the greatest Stone Johnson who played in the NBA guy NFL a guy from Grambling. And then Frank Budd was the leadoff guy. And they set a world record, 39.4 or something. But Ray once Ray ran out of the box and they got DQ'd. So they got, so Ray was like, this was when the Olympics were a track meet. They were a glorified track and field meet. Nothing else really mattered. Swimming a little bit. But all we cared about was, uh, was track and field. Uh, well, I looked it up. The women in... In, uh, 19, in 1960 in Rome, had nine events. The men had 24. And the women did not run a foot race longer than 200 meters. We were very worried about them getting too exhausted. Wow. The 100, the 200, 80-yard yep. hurdles, 80 yards, and uh, a 4 by 400 a 4 by 100 a 400-meter four relay, which... 
Wilma Rudolph and her three teammates of for, with the uh, what were they? The Bells, the uh, the Tiger Bells mm-hmm. from Tennessee State, all black college in, in segregated Tennessee, won the four hundred, and Wilma won the hundred and two hundred. But the uh, you know we we had a we we, we had a little different view of uh, we have. We have grown up a lot in 60 years with our uh, appreciation of women's athletics. That's for sure. How, yeah. but how we got, how away we got, away, yeah. How did, I, how, how did, did we, we get got, away with I that? I don't know. 1970, you know, how did we get away with it till 1972? Yeah. Title nine, title which really wasn't legislation. It was somebody changing a, you know, there was somebody changing the education amendment to include, uh, Equity in sports, mm-hmm. which so it didn't have to go through like the U.S. Senate or anything. It probably wouldn't have passed. You know, this, the Southern fellas probably would have rose up and said, we can't be giving it. You know, we can't be cutting down on our 140 football scholarships. To yeah, you're right. You know, so anyway, it's uh, <laughs> but uh, uh, yeah, I, I got to think whatever. Do, do we know is Curb coming back? He's never leaving, is he? He's going to keep doing it. He's supposed him. to come back, yeah. Yeah. But I have no idea when. Somebody, I think they're shooting. Somebody saw this and said, oh. okay, we're throwing out episode eight. We got this one. Yeah, and, and he really didn't get to COVID because no. it was it was starting up as the, I think his last year was ending. So there is yes. so much material for him the to do. The trouble is... They they would like to see the end of it first, right? They would like this new thing to go away here. Yeah, but it's Larry David. I don't yeah, think he, right. I, I don't think he's going to sweat it too much. Did you ever see the movie that they did that was kind of a Larry David thing? What the hell was the name of it? Oh, uh, I think I know the one you're talking yeah, about. What is it? And I only yeah. seen parts of it. Oh God, it's funny. Do you you've, have you seen it, Declan? I have not. I don't think so. Okay, okay. <laughs> yes, he finds out the woman he's dated yes, I, I was a groupie, and and she she uh okay here it is clear history clear history was the name of it, and she went to see Chicago, you know the band Chicago. At a near wherever they are, they're up in New England someplace, right? He was like this, what, technological wizard or something, and then he got fired by the company, and he ends up up there later. But she, uh, Declan, she serviced Chicago. Somebody, this comes up in a poker game he's playing that she, she was, you know, took care of the band Chicago. And he said, he says, this isn't Simon and Garfunkel. <laughs> this is Chicago. This is a big band. Not the all Chicago. So then Chicago's appearing somewhere near there. So he right. goes and has to ask them. And yeah, they all remember. <laughs> it's unbelievable. It's, it's, yes. it's a, I mean, they stretched it out to make it a movie, but it's basically an episode. Right. Of, it's an episode yes. of Curb Your Enthusiasm. Yeah. Uh, 
Pat, have you watched any of um, The White Lotus on HBO, the miniseries? Yes, yes, there? I have. I, my uh, my son uh, Christopher put me on it. I've been I've been watching. I've watched some a couple. Of that. I like yeah. it. I, I it's like really it. It's really weird, but it's it, good. It's good. I like it. Oh, there's quite a few of them out there. Flack is really good. Have you seen Flack? I have it's, not. Uh, no. Anna Paquin is their 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 mar- their agents, marketers for. Uh, Hollywood stars and it's based in London, but okay. uh, they have some uh, clients that get themselves in jams. Like uh, you know, they they get who's one. got the show? Uh, where the hell is it? I don't know. You have to <laughs> look so, it up. It's so confusing now. What, who's got you what? Have to look it up. Flack F L A C K. All right, and like one of the early episodes, they got this soccer player. Who's who gets himself in a big jam, and he basically their their solution is for him to announce that he's gay, even though he's not. Just <laughs> you to, know, get to, to get you know to uh, yep, yeah, that's yeah, unbelievable. And yeah, it's it's there's a lot of stuff out there right now. I'm I I just finished watching one. Norwegian one from 2013, half brother, and it's like mom gets well, it's mom gets raped. Okay, before she, when she's still single, single, and they have the baby, and then seven years later, she she's married and she has the baby, and you know, so they they call him the half brother, the half brother, and they're. It's uh, it's it's interesting to say the least. It's uh, got quite the dramatic ending to it. That's for sure. There's a lot of stuff out there. Oh yeah. You know that's one nice thing about having a bad baseball team. You don't worry you about don't baseball. Have to devote yourself. Hey, nice you of them get, to show up though. How about three, three or four, four from the Astros? Astros, Take that. Astros look a little flat. Yeah. They, they don't have Gary Allen. They haven't had Bregman for two months, and they uh, just they look a little. You beat Grinky and McCullers, they're, they're, right? Yeah. Well, Grinky's Grinky's not the Grinke's same. Grinky's not what he was, but they beat McCullers, who just got done what shutting out the Dodgers, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know who hangs in there somehow? They the Giants. They took two out of three from the Dodgers. They took two out of three from the uh, who, who somebody from the. They took two out of three. I think they took two out of three from the Astros on that homestand, and then they just took two out of three from the Brewers. It's the damnedest Somehow thing. Somehow they went two out of three. They're 30 over 500. I know. Yeah, I know. But like the, Red, no the Red Sox finally started to come back, and now they're back in the pack a little bit. Yeah. The Giants. Yeah, they, they just waiting for it to happen. Logan, Lamont Wade, man, he was on base when Bar- Brandon Belt, who hey. just came back, hit his fourth home run. Do you know what weekend. Jake Cave is doing right now to contribute to the Twins? Hey, he had a triple yesterday. I saw it. He had a triple yesterday. Very excited. Yes. In fact, I happened to be listening to the radio, and uh, he won with that triple somebody 2500 bucks. Then they love J.K. Yeah, yeah, some they love J.K. So there's three people now who love him. Yes. Rocco, Falvey, and this guy are gay. Rocco. Hey, Louis Arise (laughs) managed to fight his way back into the lineup yesterday, though. I have decided. I actually tweeted this. Louie has become the guy, because Louie has a tendency to wince. You know, he's yeah. he's Carlos Gomez. Carlos Gomez with Rocco would have played like 70 games, right? Yeah. Even when he played 140, he would have played 70 because he winced. All. Every time he slid into second and he was out, it was like dramatic. Uh, every time Louie, Louie just, he's a dramatist. He does 
stuff. He hops around the box. Every time he hops around in the box, they take him out of the game. Let him play. Show me the bone sticking out the skin, Louie. Otherwise, you're not leaving the game. Right? Yes. He's, he's, and you know who doesn't do that, but he's hurt a lot, is Polanco. Yes. So Polanco, yes, Polanco won't wince. show you anything. No. No. His, his leg could be split in half, and he's going to be out there trying to hop around. You think if Jorge had told him during the season last year that his ankle was all screwed up, you know, like Araco would have run out there constantly. He would he would he would have played twenty games when, last year. When when Arise collapsed in the box, was that Friday night? Yes. I thought Rocco was gonna put him on his back and carry him <laughs> off the field. I didn't see I it. Gotcha, I got you, Louie. I didn't see it, but I'll I read save about you. it. He was hopping at second. He's a drama dramatist. He he does this. To, you know, make him come and tell you I gotta leave the game. Come on. That'd be my number one. The number one improvement these twins can make is to make the player say, I don't think I can continue. We 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 no longer run out of the dugout unless the guy goes like we're gonna make unless he's laying on the ground bleeding after getting hit in the cranium with a fastball. What'd Rocco do? With hitting a fastball. Make the guy wave to the dugout that he wants to talk to people. What's really bad now is you're not half the time you not only get Rocco and the trainer, you get Elvis the uh, the uh, interpreter. The interpreter. Yeah, he has to, to come out too to hear what BS Louie has to offer today about how hurt. Which he is, is probably get the f away from me. I'm yes, fine. Yeah, I'm fine. And Rocco says, play. "No, Louie, no, I got gotcha. you. No, stretcher. Say we're taking you out, Louie. We're getting you. You know out. what Rocco needs? The soccer deal. That's what he needs. What? Just they bring a stretcher. A bring yeah. a stretcher crew out there and take the guy off the field as quick as possible. Drive that. Uh, drive that thing out. Wouldn't there, be a car. Yes. Just have two guys run off the field with them on a stretcher. This is Ricey for the Canopy Group. For the past 163 years and even more, Minnesotans have been enjoying all this great state has to offer. From Niagara Cave to the Lake of the Woods, outdoor adventures abound. It's great we can experience a state so rich in landmarks, landscapes, art, and adventure with so many adventure options that got us thinking why are so many minnesotans limiting their home and auto insurance options today 80 percent of minnesotans have their insurance with just one agent who has only one company to deal with you have no options at the canopy group we offer you more than 16 companies for your home and auto insurance and 30 professionals to deal with as your needs change we have options that continue to provide you with the best coverage for the best price you wouldn't want to fish in only one of minnesota's 10,000 lakes and we don't want you to be stuck with only one insurance company. Visit thecanopygroup.com or call 800-967-3389 and get the best insurance options available today. I love, uh, I, I was very happy. Uh, you know, it's, it's, I, I, I only follow the uh, fighting loons by the newspaper. Usually I check them out. I see they want again and they're playing good. But I was glad to see we're upset that we only got one guy on the all-star team and Robin Lod or Lode or whatever it is is not on the all-star. We're upset about that. Do we get screwed? Adrian Heath wouldn't be happy if he wasn't upset about That's what something. I love about him. Oh, yeah. He's always... Well, his team's playing you know, too well right now. The refs are terrible and, uh, you know, I don't... He basically spent from Saturday to Wednesday 
complaining about some call out in some place where they got tied. Yeah, he's very terrible Vancouver. And he says, well, you just have to let it go. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, Adrian, it only took four days. It only took four days to let it go. He's great, though, because he's a character. Oh, yeah, he is. But he's, yeah, he's a. He'd love to bag skate that team. If they could put hockey skates on, (laughs) he'd bag skate them. Oh, the one game that they, when they first came out of the break and they got beat 3 0 or something. Canceling off day. That was the worst. Team, well, he was just vilified. I, that is interesting about soccer. Even more than hockey coaches, they can still badmouth their teams, right? Yes. They still get away with murder. Yes. Well, big scandal in Brazil soccer, by the way. The uh, Remember when the Dream Team all covered up their, because they were all Nike clients, yep. and they, what did they have, Reebok or something? Mm-hmm. Whatever it was, mm-hmm. they covered it up. The Brazil soccer team is supposed to wear... There's official official Olympic uniform from Brazil. They got a deal with some outfit I'd never heard of. And they all came out for the medal ceremony after they won their gold with their Nike stuff on. Oh. And uh, they're going to be the, the – U. not only I, – I, maybe it's the IOC that had the official uniform or something. I don't know. Good for them. But the IOC's upset. The Brazilian <laughs> Soccer Federation is upset. You know, other Brazilian athletes are complaining that, you know, that they, they, because they're afraid it's going to take away some. I got the solution. Take soccer out of the Olympics. (laughs) Yeah, that would be it. Along with baseball permanently. I think they have a German, uh, I know, I think they have a, what, a juvenile, the 23 and under or something, isn't it, the Olympics? Yeah, I I don't think think it's not a World Cup. Look at you. Wow. Something like 25 and under. I don't know. Olympics. I got to say, I hate to admit this. As a law, as a citizen of the United States of America, uh, and a guy who's covered six Olympics, I didn't make it to a half hour total. I got. I didn't make ten it, minutes in. I didn't make it to a half. Women's hour basketball. Total. That's all uh, I got, and I lasted I, uh, ten minutes. The couple of times that I actually would have watched parts of something. It was like one thirty in the morning. Yep. I'm not going to do that, and I'm not going to watch a replay at 7 o'clock in the morning. I don't do replays. So the the two or three things that I might have watched, and I tried to watch baseball when they were playing Japan for the world championship. Yeah. Uh, and everybody that came up from the U.S. was like some five foot nine white guy out of double A. You know, who's not even a prospect. You should at least, if you're going to send an Olympic team out with professionals, there's two options. Send a college team, Uh you know, or if you're going to have it, or send prospects. Don't send guys. Retired players? Don't. Yeah, well, retired players and double-A guys who are never going to get out of double-A. They had all these little five-foot-nine. Danny Valencia. Yeah, well, yeah, no, yeah, he's he for Israel. He yeah, could have hit fourth yeah. for us. He's in it. He's a mom or somebody. Mom Got must it. have been in, uh, Jewish or something. Or, or grandma. I think grandma was from Israel. Yeah. I don't know how that all worked. I'm out. sure he swagged out. Yes. Uh, but, you know. You got to you, they, they they get to the last inning against Japan, who's got a good pitcher out there. And they got three straight guys that would be pinch hit for. 
in Meesville. You know, did come up in a row. That's your Olympic team. I'd rather go to Meesville to watch a game than watch that. It, you made it to the finals with this. Tyler with Austin's this? a star for. Was oh a star yeah, he's for your them. best hitter. He plays yeah. over there. Yeah. Yeah, he's Mr. he's Mr. Baseball. I Tom do. Selleck. I do think baseball is suffering its number one indignation, though, that it's being replaced in Paris by breakdancing. Is it really? Yes. Okay. Two <laughs> things: they're not having Base- softball or baseball because they got to. They're add, not having softball. Softball's out too. See, they should they, have softball. They got to be. Add, they got to add breakdancing, so they're getting rid of. This softball. is why the Olympics are a joke. <laughs> yes. This is break why dancing. I am all for abolishing the Olympic games. You're in part of something that's going to have breakdancing? You should have. Breakdancing is like from... I don't mind them, but you should have, you know, track and field, yeah. swimming. Yes. That's about it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, three, yes. four other events. Not golf. Fencing. I like fencing. And baseball just... Because I don't get it. And baseball just comes back once in a while. Yeah, once in a while. Like, I think they're trying to bring it back in 28 in Los Angeles. It's going to be back in L.A. probably. But by then, breakdancing will be established. It it depends. By the way, Declan, is is breakdancing still a thing? Isn't that gone I thought it was a 90s thing. I mean, it's been out of... You know, Huh? You know, I, I I think it's becoming a bigger thing because of the internet and TikTok and and and. It doesn't mean it. Yeah, it's made so it's made like this little bit of a comeback per se. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm sure someone else down the hall at my talk might be able to give a better analysis <laughs> is, than I just did right there. Skateboarding a thing in, uh, in the uh, games. They yep. just had, we had a 13 year old medalist. Yeah, I yeah, said Jeff. nobody Stop. should be able to get a medal in skateboarding unless they test positive for marijuana. Yeah. None of I'd that, be fine with they that. can't test negative. I agree. You know, you're too young to smoke dope. You can't uh you can't uh compete. So break but, dancing. Yeah. Yeah. That's well, just it, unbelievable. Yeah. It is uh unfortunate for poor Tokyo that uh they uh you know didn't let the after the billions that they spent they couldn't let people in there. Why didn't Last night's closing ceremonies, they should have said the hell with it. We're going to let you in. <laughs> Whoever wants to come, come Open on. Open up the... Because, you know, they didn't end up the last couple of weeks having that much uh, COVID. It looked like it early that they yeah. were going to have a lot, but they, they didn't get that much. So, anyway, it's... Uh, masks are sneaking back, though. I... Uh, Where did I go yesterday? I went to... I went to one of the grocery stores and they had request, request masks. Oh, not, yeah. Not, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, not, de- yeah. not demand, but request. Yeah, so they're definitely making a They are making a comeback. Comeback with the. So I uh, have uh, things settled down out at Winter. Uh, uh, TCL Performance Center? I can't say that. Whatever it is. The Ziggy, Ziggy Egan? World. Ziggy World. Yes, with a nice new hotel out there. Yeah, and. Yeah. Is it so? Uh, I mean, are we gonna? I know Kirk's in trouble with the fan. Why is, why is the football audience, uh-huh. which probably the hardcore football audience is probably sixty percent unvaccinated, right? They're hardcore. They're a, yeah, they're a hard car, right? Right wing. I don't think in this hard drinking. Yeah, but in a lot of ways, but it, it, in I a lot of places, it's, probably it's yeah. not over. Why do they hate a guy who doesn't want to get vaccinated when they aren't vaccinated? I mean, if you're, I can tell you why. If you're a player, I can tell you if why. If you're a if you're a fan of the Vikings 
who hasn't been vaccinated, you have no right to be mad at Kirk Cousins. Because Kirk Cousins is not a person. He is a football player who should be available on Sundays. That's why. Yes. That that's the whole but, crux of this that people don't understand. You aren't when you're paid that much, yes. you forfeit the right but, to be like it's my beliefs. But you're only allowed to complain about him if you've been vaccinated. That's fine, but yeah. but that's why. Yes, I know that. And if you can't play a game, is, what I'm saying is that people are universally mad at him. Viking fans are universally mad at him even if half of them haven't been vaccinated. You know, the other reason why, though, Pat, is because the press conference and how he goes about things is just so poor. He started off good, man. That first Wednesday, I, I know. thought he was good. But, but then I mean, he, then he, he won't he won't he over explains. Well, right. But he and, and he doesn't explain what he should, which is I'm not going to talk a lot about it, but my <laughs> beliefs don't allow me to do this. Instead, he's basically I mean, how can you tell people I'm going to do everything I can to avoid this, which, of course, allowed our friend Kevin Seifert to say, but the way to do that is to get the vaccination. Yes, yes, yes. You know, yeah, that's yeah. the problem. Yeah. Uh, you know what? He's he's like Morneau on baseball. Different, but obviously. But. <laughs> Justin makes his point and then keeps talking. Make your point. Shut up. <laughs> Wait for the next pitch. He goes on and on and on because he doesn't feel, he hasn't been at it long enough to feel as if he made his point. Yeah. So then he goes on and on yep. and on. And then we get another pitch and then we might still be talking about the point that he made. You got to. You know, you, you you got ten seconds. Make your point. Listen to listen to somebody who's good at it. You know, listen to Cot Mike Krukow. Yeah. You know, listen to listen Cot's to fantastic. Cot. Yeah, guy. listen to Cot. Get it in and out. Listen to Smalley for God's sake. Yep. Smalley, will, yep, you know, Smalley makes a point too. Uh, but the Justin now he didn't been been on lately, but he won't stop. You know, because he's but Kurt, and I've seen that. You know, I've seen that before, you know, that you, you yeah. keep going. But Kirk's desperate to prove that he's in control, and he's not. And that's his biggest problem. Mm-hmm. Some guys got that. Some guys don't. Yeah, I do. Uh, it, it's not going to be good if he... Uh, it's not going to be good if he has, uh, you know, comes out and they punt twice on Saturday night. Is he going to play? Will he even play? He probably won't play. Yeah. Somebody's got to play, though. They can't let poor Jake play the whole game, right? Yeah, no, he'll probably... I'm trying to think. So they're playing three games instead of... I bet he doesn't play at all in the last game. Yeah. And I bet the second one he plays more. I bet he st- I bet he plays a series. A couple of series. Hey, is Mond... Is he practicing no. now? What the hell was he? Well, ten, he, ten full days then? He, yeah, ten full days. And then he's two got negative test. tests. Yeah, but it. Clint Kubiak said last week that Kellen Mond is sick. So if Kellen Mond's sick, there's no mm-hmm. guarantee that 10 days is going to clear that up. And my math, I want to say it was today or Tuesday. I think Boy, it was did, tomorrow. Uh, did, we, the, did we, the media, screw up that story at the start? Yeah, we all thought he was Saying vaccinated. That Mond was yeah. vaccinated. Shame and on us. Nobody knows where that – because because he wasn't wearing a mask, right? Yep. When they saw him doing, like, weightlifting and some well, no, drills. Somebody, put, some, somebody definitely put out that he was vaxxed, and it was just wrong. Yeah, but I, I, somebody... But if he wasn't wearing a mask... What I read was that people saw that he wasn't wearing a mask, well, if he wasn't, so they assumed okay. he was vaxxed. But then he's in trouble if he wasn't, because if you're not and you're supposed to be, you can get fined a ton by the league, so... 
Mm-hmm. But yes, we screwed up. Yes, that was as a uh, person who screwed up before. Um, no, that but that went on for like three days too, and then now somebody cleared it up. Yes, now I was reading something the other day, reading the comments, and they said, "Why is Mond was the the idea that he was vaccinated is still out there?" Unfortunately, yeah, yeah. So, but I mean, people I, should be as mad at him as as cousins, but of course he's, you know. Cousins is the man, so. Well, right, and if, if Mon was the starting quarterback, he'd be getting equally as much heat. Mm-hmm. But in the opinion of Viking fandom, he was, Kirk was just a space holder for this phenom that but we that, were able to draft. Yeah, well, <laughs> the other problem, though, Pat, is when you come out and say things like, I am going to surround myself with plexiglass. <laughs> Do you know how stupid you sound? Yes. Like, that's yes. the thing about it is Kirk makes it worse. Yeah. Yes, he does. He, he by he, saying he, that. Yes, he makes it fun. But he, you know, we will can, have quarterback meetings under the goalpost in January outside. <laughs> yes, right. <laughs> Anything to, uh, yeah. It's uh, it is a, it is an amazing country we live in. Yes, and more so by the day. Since November 2016, it has been an yes. amazing country that we live in. I think There's that is no a very, doubt about that's it. That's a very fair statement. There is no doubt about that. That's for sure. We are not too far from back to school time. Always an exciting and busy time of the year, finding classes, figuring out schedules, and parents helping college-bound children with everything from expenses to housing to transportation. Here's a suggestion to make campus life a lot easier for the younger scholar in your life. A bin Bentelli Scooter from EcoFun Motorsports in Forest Lake. Bentelli Scooters are the fun, economical way to get around campus in town. They can be parked like a bicycle, so no need to worry about finding parking spaces or paying pricey parking fees. Bentelli Scooters were created to offer the highest quality at the most affordable prices. Take advantage of the lowest prices of the year with EcoFun's back-to-school sale on Bentelli Scooters starting at just $10.99. Looking for greener transportation solutions? EcoFun also carries a full line of lightweight weight, dependable electric Bintelli bicycles. EcoFun, specializing in economical, fun transportation at prices for everyone's budget. Check out the back-to-school sale now at EcoFun Motorsports Forest Lake. Online at EcoFunMotorsports.com. Anywho, uh, that's uh, that's that. I saw that uh, our former golfer, uh, Van Royen, won the backup tournament, the, the golfer. So, uh, really? Yeah. This gay, uh, Gable Stevenson is unbelievable, isn't he? That's a great story, yes. It is. And the guy's, his weight class is 285. You look at him, he doesn't look 285. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's a rock. Mm-hmm. But, he, man alive. You know what he wants to do, though? He wants to jump right into the WWF and start making money. Apparently, he's a big fan of pro wrestling. Really? That, I think that, that's a brutal lifestyle, as Declan can tell you. Yeah, he, he is. He's been vocal that he wants to. <sighs> do well, professional you know what they'll do with him, Declan? Mm-hmm. He'll be like Goldberg. He'll yeah. have the three hundred match winning streak, and it'll, it'll be he'll yeah. he'll never lose until, and then the big about two years from now, <laughs> the big story will become, you know, he'll lose, but the other guy will get disqualified, so it doesn't count, and they'll. They won't let him lose for about three years, probably. You know, but Gable has to realize that in the WWF, you you do what they tell you to do. <laughs> you know, yeah. right? you do what they tell you to do. Right. They, but Brock they, did that, so oh yeah, sure they did. 
Yeah, sure. Anyway, but uh, yeah, it was uh, it was uh, quite the Olympics for the. Uh, I did watch the Gable uh, rewrote. I, I I saw the replay. Oh, you That's actually did watch replay. replay. That's the okay. only replay I watched. It was a pretty cool ending. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, there's. I read about it. I didn't watch it. It's uh, you know three seconds to go. Boom. That's uh, that is uh, pretty incredible. So, and. Does he get Suni already got her civic celebration yesterday? Uh-huh. Right? Correct. So he just came home last night and was greeted at the airport. I know, and then I think yeah. he went to campus, right? But I, I oh, did he? But I, I don't think they, they didn't do a parade. They just no. greeted him. Yes, yes. Once he came in, that's that's true. What else we got going on? I'm, I had kind of a, you know, I've watched a lot of non-sporting TV over the weekend. <laughs> I didn't the other day. Yesterday, actually, I was. Watching the Twins game was on, uh-huh. and I had gotten up real early, and I nodded off, and I nodded off for two hours. That's fine. And it was like the seventh inning when I woke up, that and game, it was like the third when I, I did. It, what, 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 what was going on? Then four I, ten, and I was looking at all the other games that started at the same time. We're done. Oh, yeah. All the one, all the other one o'clock games. Yeah, were that done. went like four ten. It's ridiculous. Yeah. What? I have no idea why. It just didn't end. Yeah. The, the, I watched uh, a bit. Then I got tired of watching it. Turned on the radio. Who was the plate umpire? Was that the, my old friend Vic Carapaza? Was that him? Um, I don't know who it was. I don't know. Let me see. But, uh, boy, did he have the... the I'm going to call... Did he have the... I don't care where it is. I'm going to either call it a ball or a strike. I'll screw them both. Up. He was brutal. <laughs> <laughs> he was he gave Jason Castro five strikes. You got him right, Vic Carpazzo. Nice. You know four oh seven. By the way, you know how he got his job, don't you? No, Richie Garcia's son-in-law. Oh, okay. Well, and I remember when he was a young guy, he was a red ass. So he'd throw guys out in a in a heartbeat, and he's always been a very mediocre umpire, though. But he's uh, he's got the red ass. He'll throw you out. I, I got to think there was some screaming going on from the Twins' bullpen, but he didn't turn around. I mean, from the Twins' You know what? Out, but he didn't turn around and look. Something has happened. Plate umpires are not ejecting guys nearly as quickly as they used to, and they must have been told not to. I see more guys turn around and question calls now yeah. and, and express disgust, and the umpire de-escalates it, which is not the... Mm-hmm. Which is not what we've grown accustomed to. Not in all cases. There's not in all some, cases, but, but I'm saying more right. than I've ever seen. Yeah, I would have, uh, I would have uh, thought that uh, there, there had to be some yelling going from the dugout because they were trying to protect a one run lead. And think the Rocco yelled. Yeah, he does once in a while. He does once in a while. But uh, yeah, Provis me- melted down because I think it was Colomay didn't get a strike call, mm-hmm. and Corey's ordinarily pretty good about that. Yeah. So where's that pitch? Yeah, right. He is. Yes. And uh, was, was Castro was the eighth, I think. It might have been the ninth, but he. That's the one. They threw. Well, okay, the then it was the ninth. He threw strike three. Yep. Yeah. And that's they didn't the call, it was on. It was buried. And he called it a ball. And then he check swinged and a, a pretty dramatic check swing. And they didn't. The, the guy at third base didn't call it a strike either. So it's. I mean, Colomay's throwing four strikes, which is a miracle. Yep. And it's two and two, and then he then he did strike him out, and then he called him out the next time on a on a pitch that wasn't as good as the one he didn't call him out on. But uh, yeah, I'm sure that uh, you know Corey didn't have the man with him this weekend, though. I no think glad I he, think Gladys and Sturgis. Yep, 
Yep, he's, he's scheduled, according to them, he's scheduled back tonight, but they're not quite positive. <laughs> yeah, he uh, he doesn't go out all the time, but he goes out uh, frequently. Sturgis, yeah, I think he didn't go last year with, with COVID, but... But we're not, apparently the uh, bikers aren't too worried about the the uh, Delta variant. They, and they weren't that concerned They weren't last, last year, year they had 200,000 a month. Yeah, I think they spread it pretty good across the country when they got done. Mm. That's uh, that a lot of them, you know, most of them, they don't ride out there. A lot of them don't ride out there. They take them out on on platforms, you know, and then they then, okay. then they ride it like Gladdy ships his out. There oh, does and he? Then he? And then he okay. rides it around the mountains. And that makes sense. And stuff. I wonder how many we knock off. You must you must lose four or five. Don't we going off, you know, there are hills and valleys over there. They must, there I don't must know what be the, a bunch of them drive off the What the cliff, casualty total is? Cliff. Oh, yeah, it's got to be. Uh, I'm not quite sure. Big. I once went to the air show in Oshkosh. Uh, one of those years when there were twins were terrible and I was looking for columns. And it, it's a, like the homemade aircraft air show. And, they, and then they had old vintage planes and all that stuff. It was pretty good. But they had... Uh, Oh God! I mean, two hundred thousand people show up there and watch it, and and then they had hundreds of planes, and they'd—I haven't seen it lately, but they'd they'd get rid of it. They'd crash about two of them a year. You know, really, run into each other up there and come plowing down. The year I was <laughs> not plowing down, not the day I was there, but that day, the time I was out there, they had a they had a fatal like the next. I would day never want it. That, that's why I don't get air shows. Mm-hmm. The well, danger, the danger is just not yeah, worth it. Yeah, when they're up there and they go, yeah, I don't need to see that. <laughs> they start pirouetting towards you in the crowd. Never understood the fascination with no, air shows. I don't know if they still have it. It used to get some publicity. But I mean, but do I you go know. hoping that someone crashes and dies because you want to see that? You don't say that. <laughs> no, I know you don't say that, but it's is like that what you you're privately to, hoping? It's like, like you go to Daytona. Like NASCAR? It's like you, you don't pray for a crash, but you always... Think it was a better race if you got to see a few. I was, uh, you know, I was there when Dale died. That wasn't that dramatic of a crash, but uh, there had been an earlier one there. Tony Stewart was upside down that on the backside mm-hmm. in that same day that Dale died. That would have been quite the day that lived in infamy if you would have lost both of them. The great young guy, and then the uh, Tony was a young guy then. And then was that 2000, 2001? When was it? One? It might have been one. I, I don't know. I'd have to. I was at the paper at the time because I remember time, being on the desk. Yeah. yeah I was, uh, you know, I was sitting next to my friend Lennox Rollins from Winston-Salem who'd done a lot of races. He wasn't, a, he was a columnist, but they know their NASCAR yeah. down there. And, and uh, we were over and uh, we hadn't gone to the infield yet because of the crowd was getting out and and they were going to do the interviews you could you could hear the interviews that you were going to get and uh i think it was jamie little was the interviewer and somebody she talked to uh, one of the drivers who had gone over to dale's car and then and and uh she was talking to him he'd finished third or fourth or some damn thing Mm -hmm. and she, she said, and how's Dale doing? How's Dale? Because it didn't look that bad. And she said, he said, uh, whoever the driver was, said, oh, you, other people are going to have to talk about that or something like that. And Lenny says to me, we better get over there. And, you know, we walked over. It took 15 minutes to get over the track because you're going downhill. And uh, and then 
we were sitting there in the crowd. They weren't letting anybody back in there to where the cars were, you know, the pits were. I mean, not the pits, where their trailers and stuff were, which made us all suspicious. And then we saw Earnhardt family members walking towards the trailer, weeping. And then wow. Dave, Dave Ferroni came over and, you know, he was a PR guy for auto racing for years, came over to me and Lennox and said, he died, you know, but they still hadn't announced it. They, they probably another half hour before they announced it, but, uh, wow. Yeah, that was, uh, that was weird. And then I was at Talladega after uh, Davey Allison died in a helicopter crash uh, at the track like a week earlier. And I, I went down there and it was August. The race was in August. And that was a day, a guy named Stan Smith, don't never know what happened to him. He didn't, it wasn't fatal, but we never saw him again. Went over the fence at the far turn, went over the, you know, or the near turn off from the start line, went over the back wall that's over there. And then Neil Bonnet, who had come out of retirement, who was one of the, from the same town as Davy Allison, Hueytown, in honor of Davy, put himself in the big catch fence in front of the, uh, infield almost went into the crowd, you know, and uh, that was like we had a two-hour delay. Wow. When they took Neil out of the, when they took Neil out of the fence, and then and uh, and had to fix the fence, and then Neil the next year, I believe, he came back to drive Daytona and died and died in that one. So Neil was Neil was nice and retired, and he was pushing fifty years old, and he had to come back and end up killing himself wow so anyway it was but isn't it amazing how big that was 20 years ago auto racing yeah, it was, it was like the sport of the future it creeped up it was the sport of the future and now yeah. now they're they're in worse shape than baseball well who, they're, they're, who was it was it fox and nbc at the time paid a boatload yeah, yeah, for those races and everybody every big company mcdonald's and everybody was on on cars yep. and uh 3m had a car that they were uh, i mean it was the deal, and then we became a non-car-loving society. You know, they lost the young crowd because those the the young crowd would, if they're going to do auto racing, it's going to be on a video game. You mm-hmm. know, so any that's now they're uh, watching soccer. Yeah, they're watching soccer. Well, do they watch it or do they just go? Yeah, that's a good point. Mm-hmm. Well, I, <laughs> I think they might watch the matches. I don't think they consume much beyond that because they certainly don't read about it. Mm-hmm. No. Unless it's in blogs that we don't know about. Yeah, I think there probably are are but the sources, sources media, for the hardcore. The but the mainstream does media. not serve as soccer fans. No, no, it doesn't. I don't think we uh, we might. Uh, well, the MLS hardly serves soccer fans. Uh, soccer fans. That's the that's the amazing. The incredible part. thing it's is the only it's the only league that we're trying to sell yeah. as. As the big league in North America, that's not the big league, and that's like the sixth best league in the world, right? Mm-hmm. It's an astounding that that it does as well as it does because it's like you know double A baseball, mm-hmm. you know, it's like the Wichita wind surge, you know. So the incredible thing though is how much newspapers used to travel when you talk about going to auto races. Oh yeah. Yeah, we could. Can you imagine getting sent to an auto race now? <laughs> 
Yeah, we, uh, you know, as you know, in the 90s, all we needed was an excuse to go 80s and 90s. You know, I, I came in 88, and in the 90s, if you wanted to go somewhere, all you had to do was say, hey, this is, there's a couple of stories out there I can pick up, you know. I mean, Bill Muncy, the, the one I always remember is Bill Muncy was a running back on the Gophers Rose Bowl team. Sandy Stevens came from Sandy's hometown, and and uh, he was having a heart, he was going to have a heart replacement out in Fresno, California. I went out and spent three days with him, you know, <laughs> Bill, because he was basically because he was my hero, you know, with right. the Gophers, you know, but great guy. And his, and his brother, Chuck, was a very odd family because Chuck, you know, the, he was a very good NFL yeah. running back, but a complete screwball. Played here for a while. Spelled his name differently. Interesting. Bill I didn't know their brothers. Bill yeah. was M M U N S E Y and the rest of the family was M E N M U N S E Y. And Chuck decided to be M U N C I E. I did not know that brother. Oh, that's hilarious. Yeah, he played yeah, for the is. Saints. Chuck played for the Saints. He played here for yeah. a while. Yeah, he was a big, bruising, fast, extremely talented guy who was a little odd. Well they probably got hit Bill was lot. Bill was a great guy. Bill was a really good guy. And uh and he and Sandy were the best of buddies growing up. You know, they grew up, up two blocks apart in Uniontown, Pennsylvania. Sandy's old man was the undertaker. So he and I had that so you guys in common. Had that, yeah. yeah, that in common. Sandy's, uh, you know, do you ever go back and look at the, go back someday and look at the stats of the 1960 Gopher National Champions and see how the game has changed. I think there were games when Sandy threw eight, nine passes, you know, and he was the All-American quarterback. So Zim loved those was, days. Oh, Zim would have loved Zim it. loved those Zim teams. Would have loved, Zim would have been a great, great offensive coordinator for Murray. Yeah. <laughs> yes. This Zim knows his offense, he would have said, you know. Uh, Run it some more. Yes, right. Murray. Damn it. Yeah. The Meadows at Mystic Lake has modified its golf policies to follow the COVID-19 public health recommendations and welcomes you to play this award-winning public golf course. It offers a unique, challenging, and scenic golf experience. The Meadows at Mystic Lake is a full-service golfing destination, enhanced by nearby food and entertainment, including the Meadows Bar and Grill and Mystic Lake Casino Hotel. It's never too early to book a tee time or shop the pro shop. Stop in or visit GolfTheMeadows.com. That's GolfTheMeadows.com. Owned and operated by Shakopee Midwakanton Sioux Community. Did, did we? Did we were talking about? Uh, I was talking about this with Chip yesterday. That if you want the date that the Vikings became the one hundred percent took over the town, and that the Gophers became largely irrelevant for a long time. <clears throat> with a little pop-ups here and there. 1969, the Gophers are going to, they had a good year in 68. They had Jim, the great Jim Carter as a running back. And I believe the, they opened, uh, might not have been the opener, but they were, uh, they were in, uh, they went to uh, Phoenix to play Arizona State. And Arizona State was still in the, West and the WAC. They weren't in the Pac-10 yet. Mm -hmm. And Arizona State beat them 
Jim Carter ran for like 200 yards and Arizona State beat him 44 to 26 or something like that. Just ran by him, over him, through him. I remember being uh, running, the, I was putting out the Sunday paper waiting for the copy to be finished because Bob Fowler went down to cover that game because our guy Ken Murphy would only drive to events and he couldn't drive all the way to the Phoenix. So, but the game ended like, this was like the first four-hour college football game I'd ever experienced. And eight days later, Joe Cap, uh, Joe Cap threw for the seven touchdowns against the Baltimore, against Baltimore at the at Met Stadium. That was and, it. And that was it. That was it. We, I mean, six. The Vikings had really risen up by making the playoffs. And Sid was probably fine with that because it was Bud. Yes, despite his love for yes, the Gophers. Yes, yeah, it was. It was hard for him. But the Gophers, if you look, the next. Three years they 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 were over. Murray was under five hundred his last four years, and then you know then Cal came in and had one good team, and Smokey Joe came in and had one good team, yeah. and then things got a little out of hand, and, and uh, you know Mace had his moments, and Fleck had his moment, and uh, might have more moments, and Kill had a moment, but all you've had since then in forty two years is. Moments, yep. you know, and the Vikings, no matter what, no matter what, ever since Randy Moss in 98, you have a different mentality with Viking fans. They're, they, they aren't fatalists like my generation was, right? The, the, the Super Bowl generation. Yeah, they have a... They're not fatalists. They're, they get, they will make jokes about heart and they make, Stuff about heartbreak, but they don't want the team to be criticized. You know, they don't. We kind of reveled <laughs> in criticism. You right. Know? They don't want the team. No, there's to a be large right. group. That now you got cousins here who's got them, and you know, we'll get on individual quarterbacks. But, oh, yeah. uh, you know, but I don't know. Is cousins going to be the most vilified if he doesn't play well? I mean, Ponder on, on, was not vilified. He was just, well, he was, everybody thought, felt sorry for yeah, him. Yeah, and he wasn't, he felt sorry he wasn't for good. Him. Wasn't good. I mean, I think Cousins with that payday. Culpepper took some heat, you know, a lot of heat, but not, not. I think Cousins with how much he makes, if they're not good this year, it'll be. In, mm-hmm. But you'll still, but you know what? Kirk will always have his group of defenders. Really? Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's got his group of defenders who will always say, well, the left tackle still not Kind of like the Sano crowd with, yeah. the, yep. with the Twins. Yep. You know, very much so. Yeah. There is a lo- there's still a group, you know, for all of these teams that doesn't doesn't want to believe what they're saying. Yeah. That's, and, now, and they'll fight it. And I, now as we get very, uh, as, as we start saying, well, the Twins, you know, three out of four, maybe they can finish okay. Just remember... Johnny Gorrell's 1980 Twins in September had a 12-game winning streak. Yes. And they were one of the most god-awful baseball <laughs> teams I've team, ever though. seen. I love that club. 12 in a row. Yes. They've won 12 in a row, forcing them to bring back Johnny, who didn't want the job. Yeah, Johnny didn't why. want the job. He wouldn't talk. He wouldn't. Great guy. Wouldn't speak. After a game, he could You'd ask him a question. He'd look at you like you were asking him about a fatal car accident or something. I mean, it was unbelievable. Oh. He only lasted. He gave us, gave us Billy Gardner, though, so what the hell? We we enjoyed that. We enjoyed Billy. All right, sir. 
Okay. We will uh, talk to you next week. Yes, sir. If you have questions about your retirement savings, do what I did and work with a person that knows what the heck is going on. Uh, Work with Josh Arnold, Mr. Money Talk. My guy, Josh, will give you straight talk and not sugar-coated advice. Learn how you can benefit from Josh's focused approach by setting up your own no-cost, no-obligation, 48-minute consultation to review your investments. Call Josh now, 952-925-5608. The South Dakota Stories, Volume 3. It was my first time traveling alone. Packed my car with hiking boots, a camera, and my dog, Randy. I don't know what I was searching for. Maybe it was something new with adventure. Maybe it was the idea of vacation I would never expect, filled with wildlife, national parks, rivers. Whatever it was I set out to find, it was all there and more. Because there's so much South Dakota, so little time. This holiday, whether you're making a Baker's Simple Truth Turkey for 40 or a Murray's Baked Brie for two, Baker's has fast, fresh delivery and free pickup so you can make holiday meals that bring you all together to create memories that last. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Free pickup on orders of $35 or more. Restrictions may apply. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Baker's, fresh for everyone.